From the Ron McKeefery Podcast Network, I'm Isaiah Castilleja, and this is Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0. In this episode of Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0, Coach Eisner talks to us about the importance of getting out of the weight room and speaking with everyone on campus, why you should be comfortable being yourself in and out of the weight room, and how taking emotion out of decision-making will lead to more productive and smarter choices. All this on another episode of Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Being a strength coach is difficult. And someone once said on our podcast, we pour so much into helping our athletes become better, but we forget who's pouring back into us to help us become better. Without a healthy mind, coaching on the floor, programming, and maintaining the juggling act that we call life can be difficult. The good news is the therapists at BetterHelp are here to help you. Therapy can be whatever we want it to be. Maybe you need the tools to help you keep motivated, or maybe you're feeling burnt out from long days in the weight room, or you just need someone to talk to. BetterHelp is a customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist at a time that works for you. We have a very busy schedule as a strength coach, and the last thing we need to do is be driving to an office and sitting in a waiting room. Simply log into your account and message or speak to your therapist from anywhere at a time that works for you. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. BetterHelp also assesses your needs and will match you with one of over 20,000 therapists in their network. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself and make your mind your best asset. We train to keep our bodies strong and resilient. Now it's time to invest in our mental health too. And as a special offer to Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0 listeners, you can get 10% off your month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash chalk. That's betterhelp.com slash C-H-A-L-K. And thanks again for BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. The Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0 podcast is brought to you by Play. Listen in on a conversation with Play's Global Director of Performance and Education, Coach Mike Buley. Coach Buley describes the vision of how Play will continue to be the company that will propel the innovation of the strength and conditioning profession forward. Well, after 22 years of, of coaching, I've learned that connection trumps communication and that it's not enough for coaches to know that you care. And I think you got to take that a step further. They need to experience that you care. And I've always been a coach that tried to be more tra- uh, transformational than transactional. And so with that awareness in mind too, I always enjoyed working and learning and talking to other people and, and coaches and developing that camaraderie. I've always made myself available to the community because I remember how hard it was too to try to get a crack into this this profession. And, and uh, I promised myself if ever I was given a shot, I would never take advantage of that. I always allow myself to uh, help other people uh, chase their dreams in this profession. It's been very good to me. 
Play is a company that will help your strength conditioning program find solutions for all your needs. Refuse second best and check them out at play.us for more information. And how'd you go about finding Candice or Marissa or, uh, you know, for the sake of the younger coach who's like, all right, well, I'm the low person on the totem pole. Like, I don't know who to talk to or how I even go about making those connections. How did you go find those two? And I've talked to both of them and I, I know them very well, but maybe it doesn't have to be a Candace or Marissa, but just somebody you can talk to. Like, how would you go about finding that? Um, well, I stalked everybody that I am now good with. <laughs> nice. There you go. <laughs> you, you laugh, but it's and they would probably agree that it's true as All well. Right. There you go. <laughs> um, you know, uh, you know, in the case of the majority of people, right, it's just that initial meeting and just and keeping up with it, right? So you initially meet somebody, and typically that meeting will always end like, hey, could we have a follow-up? Or hey, could we like talk again? Right. And sending those emails and then sending maybe those text messages or scheduling a phone call and then making that a consistent right? Part of that um, relationship building and, and it, the conversation just changes, right? It'll, it'll adjust, it will move on um, kind of, you know, in that natural, in that natural way, I think. Um, there's obviously some people that are just a little bit easier to just kind of like pop in and, and start to be, you know, friendly with um, for sure. But, you know, Sam, Sam Moore, for instance, I would put Sam Moore as one of my best friends in this entire world. I have never actually met Sam in person. And this is like a hilarious joke that her and I have all the time, but we text consistently. We talk all the time, but it's, she's also like, once again, back to that genuine nature. I, I feel like my feedback from her and vice versa it's useful in my life <laughs> and it makes a difference in my life. And so it's, you know, it's just being raw, right. I value that in people. And so when people are able to open up and give that to me, um, right. That's kind of how I've helped to build obviously those relationships with that. And I think too, you know, you could work somewhere for so long, right. Being at CU for eight years, um, Steve Englehart is, just an absolutely wonderful friend and wonderful person, but they can also be easy to lose track of those people when you get out. Right. And so making sure as well that you're checking in on them and you're checking in on them. Um, how are they doing as a person? How are you doing as, you know, the other things that they value in their life as well. Um, and so kind of trying to tap into that, making it beyond, right. Just the X's and O's. We all know how to lift weights and program and coach and yada, yada, yada. And maybe there's some other ideas that you want to, you know, scoop around with other people, but our valuable conversations are coming in with like, how are you? How's your soul? <laughs> how, you know, what's going on in your life? Like, where can I make a difference? Where can we make an impact? Um, and, you know, kind of keeping it to that. No, that's great. And I'm, I'm glad I needed to talk to you and get you on the, on the podcast. Cause I know, you know, that's, it's, it's an important thing. And I think, especially just with the madness that, you know, is coaching and the madness that is coaching during the pandemic. Um, it's always good to have people and have that inner circle for just seeing how you're doing to actual things you're trying to implement. So I think it's always good to have that. Now, what's one piece of advice you'd give to 
the younger intern GA or volunteer, somebody who is working their way up in the profession and they're in, you know, the not so fun part of what we do or fun, depending on who you ask, but they're doing a lot of work and not getting paid a lot for it. What's one piece of advice you'd give to that coach? Oh, it will get better. I promise. (laughs) I know that life, I know that sometimes that tunnel seems very long and very dark. Um, but some piece of advice that I was given as a young strength coach that I, I'm so thankful that they were given to me. Um, the first one is get out, get out of the weight room, get the heck out of the weight room, put yourself on the floors around people that you, that is the next step for your profession. Right. So, um, wherever the AD's office is, wherever all the coaches offices are, wherever admins offices are, make sure that you're making the rounds up there, that they know who you are. And that's something as simple as just like walking around and saying, hi, becoming friends with the receptionist, becoming friends with the custodians, whatever that might be. Right. Um, get outside of the weight room, get outside of the weight room and make it known your presence elsewhere because the connections are huge, right? Um, you get one, you know, senior associate AD on your side and they'll make a lot of calls for you to look for those jobs that open up. Right. So, you know, helping them out in, in ways that you can and, and reminding yourself too, they're also people. right? <laughs> um, and so, you know, like at CU, we started doing like a staff workout session and it was so fun because then it allowed different staff to come meet each other, allowed our staff to meet them. And, allowed to, and I have created so many great friendships now just from something as simple as, Hey, open staff workout. We'll write a workout for you for one hour, once a week on this day. Right. And it made, it opened a ton of doors for, I think a lot of people, um, in that regard, the other piece of advice that I was given, um, is, and I've been saying this, I think quite a bit during this, but Matt Shaw at the university of Denver, who was just a, if you don't know him, look him up. He's an absolutely, you have, you should know him. Not, I know you do Isaiah, but like, come on, everybody, everybody should know who Matt Shaw is. Um, absolutely just fantastic, fantastic, fantastic coach, fantastic individual in general. Um, but he always, he told me really early on in my career when I was working under him is, you know, just saying like, if be the coach, like be who you are as a person on the floor coaching, if you are one person on the floor coaching day in and day out, that will become who you are. And so you need to just be yourself. And some people are really not going to like it. And some people are going to love it. Right. Um, and, but the more that you try to change or mold yourself into something that you aren't, the more it's going to seep into your life. Um, in other ways that you probably aren't going to be happy with, or maybe you are, maybe that's the change that you needed in general. Right. But if you're not a big yeller, don't yell. (laughs) You don't have, you don't have to. Right. Um, but you can also give space and grace to those who do right. Everyone is very much a different person. And so, you know, whoever I am, um, on the floor coaching, that's, that's who I am on, you know, on the outside. If you were to meet me on the street, I should be the exact same person. Um, and that was a really, cause especially when you're young, you get told a, probably a lot, this is how you should coach and you have to coach within someone's system. Absolutely. But you also need to find space and grace to be you or else you will drive yourself crazy. You will drive yourself crazy. 
Yeah, no doubt. I think that's, I think that's great advice. And, and athletes and staff will know quickly if you're just yelling to yell or yelling, cause that's who you are just when you're being something you're not. So that's, I think some great advice. Now you have been, uh, I guess, lucky enough to be a person that's had to hire either a full-time member or a fellow or plenty of interns. What are some things that you're seeing in our profession that you should, you know, that, potential people that are trying to interview for these jobs are going to be like, Hey, you know, what, what are you seeing or what's some advice for the person preparing for an interview? Uh, I have interviewed so many people. (laughs) (laughs) That is one thing right now that I've actually, it's been kind of nice to have a little bit of a lull where I'm not right. I heard, um, interviewing, um, that your social network goes a lot further than you might think. Um, if you say that you were at a school or that you coach somewhere or that you know this person, you can probably guarantee that somebody that you're interviewing on the phone with knows them as well and may or may not reach out to them and actually see if what you said was true. <laughs> um, that's, that's a big part of it. I also, on that same vein though, I also think it's really important as, a as a profession that people are also applying for jobs and not telling their own universities. And I think that people do need to be really respectful of reaching out to or cold calling places and saying, Hey, like I'm interviewing this person tomorrow. And that individual might have no idea that their colleague or, their support staff or whoever it is, is looking for a job elsewhere. So I also feel very strongly about being respectful of, you know, that type of privacy of people. Sorry, that was a little off to the side. Um, But, you know, a lot of times on these, especially these entry level jobs, like they're, you're going to, you know, you're going to be put in and a lot of it is just going to be X's and O's. Right. So, um, it's really, it's really fantastic if you've got this great background um, with, you know, sports science or data analytics or all this other kind of stuff. But more often than not, some of those roles are we just need you to come in, like work hard for us. I need you to make a difference on day one. So what's your plan? What are you going to do the first week that you're here? What are you going to do the first day that you're here? Right. And that's um, those are big, impactful things. And then and this isn't something that somebody can prepare for, but a lot of that too, is just understanding the personalities, right? So understanding if you can, to the best of your nature, kind of the structure of that athletic department, right? Who reports to who, who has what sports, um, what sports are not there. So please don't talk about baseball. I had a lot of people who also mentioned, I'd love to work with baseball at CU. And I'm like, you didn't do your research, right? And little things like that. It's really, really easy to Google a website, (laughs) to go and look at what teams are available, um, and then trying to make any sort of connection, right, as that intern, right? Making the conversation a conversation as quickly as you can, I think is really important, right? So doing your research on the people that you're going to be interviewing with. Don't be afraid to ask, um, who am I going to be speaking with? Is there an agenda or an outline for this interview, right? I think that's a totally acceptable thing to ask for as well, because then that gives you the opportunity to take 
you know, everybody has some sort of social footprint for the most part, right? And take a look, do we have something in common? Is there a piece of um, information like, oh, hey, I saw that you also played soccer on the East Coast. I played at so-and-so. Oh, that's great. Like that opens the conversation. It makes it a little bit more relaxed, right? Um, In in that regard, because typically if you're at the point where you're already interviewing, the coaches aren't super concerned about whether or not you know how to program or whether or not you know how to coach, right? We need to know that you're going to be a good fit for our university, that you're going to make a difference. Um, And that at the end of the day, you're someone that I want to spend 12 hours with. Um, But that's also, you know, and we always say this, but that's important for you to interview that as the interviewee to say that too, is this a place that I could spend? Could I spend every waking moment in an office next to this person? Because I have definitely turned down jobs saying that this culture at X, Y, and Z just doesn't fit what I, what I value as well. And that's very important because ultimately at the end of the day, you are CEO of your own life and you need to make, you need to be the one that makes all of your own decisions. No, big fan of that. You are a CEO of your own life. I think that's important. And so you, you, you're telling me somebody interviewed said they were somewhere else and they really weren't. You actually had that come through on an interview. I had a lot. I've had, yes. Well, yes. Or said that they did a lot more somewhere than they did. Mm, like I, okay. I had somebody who said that they were like an assistant strength coach somewhere and I knew obviously the director, um, and they were like, I actually don't even know who you were talking about. Um, and, but it would, but it ultimately moved within like a system. Right. So they actually were with that university, but it, like through a different system. So it's like, right. It's like me saying, if I was at the university of Colorado, Colorado Springs, it's like saying that I was a strength coach at the university of Colorado Boulder. Right. So it, it was kind of like, it was, it was a little messy. <laughs> no, no, I got you. And I, I've, I've had people, you know, like put me down as a reference. I was like, I fired them. So I don't know why you know, you'd put me down as your, as they, as their reference, but I get it. Always be truthful. At least when you're yeah. applying to yeah. your jobs, we'll be right back. Woodway is a company that has been designing and building treadmills and equipment for the long run since 1974. Each of their treadmills is designed with the revolutionary slat belt running surface, which is both lightweight and durable. It is specifically designed to absorb energy at the point of impact, eliminating harmful shock to joints and connective tissues. 100% of the NFL, NBA, and MLB teams and 60% of NHL teams utilize Woodway products to optimize their training. Woodway's curved treadmill was released in 2009 and boasts a completely self-powered manual training experience that does not require any electricity. This unique piece of equipment allows athletes to run at any pace they choose and burn up to 30% more calories than the regular treadmill. Other unique offerings from Woodway include the Curve Trainer, Curve XL, Forefront, and Pro Treadmills. Each treadmill offers features that are fit for every athlete. The silent and energy efficient product from Woodway has resulted in 50% electricity savings for owners. If you're looking for equipment that is built to last and will improve and provide each of your athletes an experience like no other, check out Woodway today at woodway.com. Now, I, th- I believe in, 
you know, hiring just great coaches, no matter what their gender is, but being a female in our profession, they're still in the minority of our profession. It's a growing minority and there's definitely more prevalent females being uh, strength coaches or even working in sports science. But what is one piece of advice you'd give to the female strength coach that's trying to make it in their profession? Don't let the man get you down. Um, (laughs) 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 Um, that your voice doesn't have to be silenced. And I think that a lot of times via society or wherever it might be, right? Your voice gets silenced or um, you just, you can come across as nagging, I guess is a better way to put it. Um, You know, and so I don't necessarily know if this would be directly towards females in general, but you know, when you're coming, we ha- there's a lot of problems, right? In SNC, we come up with a lot of problems. We have some good ideas, but sometimes we're just like consistent issues that we need to bring up to admin, but constantly having a solution or coming to them saying, like, I've thought this through, here's some solutions that we could have, um, we could go off. Or even saying like, I don't have a solution for this. I, I need help from you with this solution as well is really helpful um, in that regard. Um, I would also say that, and I might get knocked a little bit on this one, but I think that women, I don't think men care as much that we're a woman as much as a woman might think that they do. Right. (laughs) So I think a lot of times I had, I had to take and separate that and say, all right, is this coming at me because I'm a woman or is this coming at me just because I didn't do a good job on this situation? And I think trying to separate those two instances um, is very important. And at the same time though, fighting for things that like that you need to be fighting for as a female, um, especially women who are going to choose to be a mother. And I think that's a big one um, that I can't, I can't harp on long enough is that, um, the, the women maternity parental leaves versus the men are very different. And sometimes our male counterparts, even up to like my husband just doesn't understand the differences of, of that and making sure that you're firm on what is expected, um, in, in those regards and making sure that that, you know, that aspect of it especially is known. Um, cause I ran into some issues, just in terms of just like making sure that like <laughs> right, all of our bases were covered because they like CEO, I was our first female strength coach who had a kid. <laughs> and so there was a lot of things to navigate and they did a fantastic job helping me navigate that. But at the same time, that's a real, that's a very different conversation of me being gone for four months and having to figure that out versus, um, you know, maybe a male counterpart who is choosing not to be gone for that long either. So kind of, you know, navigating along that, those lines as well. But I will also say to my fellow females is that the network for women is so huge and women, I think men do too. This is nothing against men or a woman thing, but like your ability to network to the highest levels as a woman is fantastic, right? It opens a lot of doors to just be able to become close with other female strength coaches with that shared bond that we are women, right? And so I think that um, tap into that, right? Really making sure that um, you can really network um, strong with your other female counterparts. I think that's really good advice. And and thanks for sharing that because 
I want to always make sure then let people know everybody's valued and we want to make sure everybody's voice is heard. And just because it's a slightly different perspective or way of going about things doesn't mean it's not correct. And I think it's always important to hear that. Right. Now, if you, I, sorry, I, I have one more thing I want to add to that. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, and this was a really good piece of advice that I got from somebody and I'm going to, I'm going to pigeonhole my females on this one a little bit, but as I, women, typically we tend to be a little bit more emotional in our daily lives um, than men. I mean, literally when I asked my husband what he's thinking of and he tells me nothing, I now actually believe him that he's literally <laughs> thinking of nothing, but that is incomprehensible to my, to me. <laughs> um, but a really fantastic um piece of advice I was given was to take emotion out of your response. And when I started doing that, that was life-changing of just like taking everything emotional connected with the situation that was going on, the way I was feeling, take all of the emotion out of it and just respond with facts or just respond to literally the words that were said. Like, let's not dive into did, oh, did they mean it this way? Or was it like, did I misconstrue it on this side? Or am I, you know, like, don't overthink it. Take, take the words for exactly how they said it and respond in that, in that capacity. And once I started taking the emotion out of my response, it was, it was, it was very freeing in that regard as well. Uh, that's great advice. And thanks for, for sharing that with us. Now, if you could pick up the phone and call MT Eisner from 10 years ago, what would you tell her? Go be an orthopedic surgeon. <laughs> nice. Okay. <laughs> um, I actually would tell her what I just said. Stop being so emotional over things that probably don't matter in the long run. Right. Um, be just be a genuine, nice person. Be a nice person. Everybody in this world has something that they are fighting, has something that they're struggling with. Um, I choose to, to share everything with anybody. So I, but reminding myself that not everybody is the same, right? And everyone's fighting a demon and whether or not they're ever going to tell you about it is their business, right? But be a nice person, be genuine in who you want to be um, and know that, know that things are going to be okay. I think we just need to remind ourselves that like, you're doing a good job. You're doing a good job in this world. <laughs> Everything, things will be okay. They always seem to work out. Um, but the more, you know, the more that you meet, the more doors open and take it, take chances on those doors that open and have fun with it. Just have fun with it. Yes. Awesome. That's great. Now, what's something that you are looking forward to in 2022? Uh, gosh, um, COVID being over. Am I allowed to say that? <laughs> <laughs> I think we're all ready for that one. <laughs> That's a lie. I should never say COVID will be over because it will, it will be here forever. Um, you know, that's funny, Isaac, because somebody just asked me the other day if I set like a new year's resolution or goals. And, um, this is one of the first years I have not, I I'm just, I'm just going to be, and I'm going to be present and I'm going to be here and I'm going to enjoy this new gift of a new career, a new path, um, and kind of really enjoy where this takes me. Right. So I think I'm, I'm very excited about 2022. Um, and I am very, you know, I think, 
I think I had 2021 was probably the hardest year I've ever had in my life emotionally. And, you know, it takes, it takes a tax on all your relationships and everything that goes on. And I think, you know, once I was able to make this transition, it's just exciting to just be fresh and new and, um, Look forward to doing some fun, fun new things. I'm going to, uh, I asked Candace because Candace is down the street coaching. I told her I'm going to come in and volunteer with her. So I'm excited to get back into the ropes and coach a little bit and, you know, just have fun with it. Have fun with it. No, I think, I think that's awesome. And then 2022 is the same for me. This is the first year I was like, I'm just going to enjoy it for what it is. And I don't need to make any big goals. Like I've achieved enough. So, but you know, what is one way our listeners could either reach out to you either to ask you or, or talk to you about, you know, Kitman and what you got going on there. Or, I mean, you are bringing such real responses to some everyday problems that strength coaches face, but most aren't willing to talk about. So that's why I'm really glad you're able to come on here and, and talk to us about this, but what's one way our listeners could find out what you're doing or reach out and ask you any follow-up. Yeah. Follow me on Instagram. I, um, that's the social media platform that I'm probably the most active on. You'll see all the dumb things that my kids do on a regular basis. Uh, no, they're fun. Um, MT Eisner is my handle. Um, and then, you know, uh, honestly send me a message that way. And then I'm more than happy, more than happy to get on the phone with anybody who wants to talk or kind of discover anything a little bit more. That's kind of my jam. So honestly reach out if you would like to, and be happy to continue those conversations. Absolutely. Well, MT, thank you for joining us. I knew I had to get you on here and I know we've been trying to get around it. And then we, we both switched kind of our career paths and um, I'm glad you came on. You gave a lot of great information. And I think a lot of coaches can use it. Thanks. I really appreciate it. Hey, how is everything going? Tell us, tell the listeners, how's everything? How's life at Minds? It is phenomenal. Like I, I enjoy it. It's still coaching, but like you said, I was, you know, during COVID, I was like, all right, I'm spending a ton of times with my kids, you know, during the lockdown, I was like, I'm at home. So I think even my kids got tired of me being home so much, but, um, you know, I, I definitely had that instance of like, man, I want to be around more. So luckily mine's has provided me that like, I could still be a coach, but, uh, Trevor Florendo, our head strength coach has a young kid and just about every coach there has kids. So everybody gets it. They're like, look, if you got to leave, leave early to go pick up your kid from school, go for it. Or like if there's trouble, childcare, handle it. So I think it's been a breath of fresh air. And I think it's always good to sometimes just switch it up. But like you said, like, this is the first time where I'm like, I'm just going to enjoy being a dad first and being a good coach second and a husband. So. Yeah, that's hard. Um, Steve, our very good mutual friend here. Uh, that's his like biggest MO and it's amazing. He talks about it all the time. Like I'm nothing without my family. So he's like, you have to take care of your family first. And that was an absolutely amazing thing. Working uh, with Steve was just that is just being reminded on a constant basis that somebody else supports you in your role too, as a parent. And it's huge because it can, <laughs> it can get hard. <laughs> it, it gets difficult, especially, I, you know, you know, it's like to be in athletics and 
previous place that I was at, it was almost like polar opposite. Like nobody had kids. So I was like, like, what are you doing? Like, why do you gotta go leave to go take care of a kid versus here? It's kind of like, like we get it just, you know, go handle your business and, and make it happen. So it's been great. It's been great. And you know, the podcast has uh, been really doing well and I get to talk to amazing people like you and the rest of the people I've been talking to. So it's, uh, it's fun. I'm just learning to, I realized in 2020 and 21 is like, I'm not in control and that's a good thing. So stop trying to control what I can't control. Just enjoy it and have fun. Amen to that, Isaiah. Well, it's been fun. You guys have been doing a lot of really awesome things at mine. It's been fun to see and follow along um, that big transition. It's been a blast. I'll have to get up yes, and check it out. Swing by. We definitely have a, a lot of staff up there. So they'd love to chat with you. Yeah, no, that would be awesome. Thank you. And thank you for having me on. I appreciate it, Isaiah. It's always wonderful to talk with you. Thanks, MT. Uh, you inspire a lot of people. So keep it up. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> If you're a strength coach or trainer and tired of using Excel, then you need to check out Team Builder. You already know who they are. Team Builder is the online strength conditioning software for strength coaches and personal trainers. No matter what your setting is or how many athletes you're training, you can log into Team Builder and write programs, build questionnaires, and access athlete and client performance data. Go completely paperless and program through Team Builder's TV mode, their weight room view function, or the mobile app that comes free with every subscription. Start your 14-day trial for free today by using the promo code CHALK, that's promo code C-H-A-L-K, to become part of the hashtag Team Builder Nation alongside with six NCAA national champions, three NCAA runner-ups, Super Bowl champions, and many other championship teams. With affordable subscriptions for personal trainers to personal organizations and professional organizations, everything in between, Team Builder is a company that puts the customer first. If you're still not convinced, schedule a 30-minute demo with Team Builder Expert on teambuilder.com and see what they could offer you. Hewitt and the staff at Team Builder are standout individuals and their product is phenomenal. Check them out. Thanks everyone for listening. Thank you to our great guests for taking the time to share their experiences. Thank you to Play and Team Builder for being great companies that help our profession. And most importantly, thank you, the listeners. Please find us on social media at Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0. Find our show notes on wherever you listen to your podcast. Leave us a rating, comment, and subscribe. And don't forget to say hi. It's great to hear from coaches from around the country. Talk to you all next week on another episode of Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0.